Hi, I'm Kara Demersen-Huss, Senior Vice President at TCCI Manufacturing, and today we're going to be talking about culture and the impact at a global perspective with our Vice President of Global HR, Drew Kaiser. Welcome. Yeah, happy Friday. Thanks yeah. for having me. Yeah, and I, I apologize if you hear some noise in the background. There's a lot of progress <laughs> happening here at TCCI with the new EV Innovation Hub. Exciting stuff, yeah. The walls <laughs> yeah. are literally coming down and, and going up. It's just, it's amazing. And that's a whole nother episode to check out. But today, really talking about culture. I, I you know, you've been with TCCI for a few years now, and I, it's been, it's a big part of our pillar. Community is one of the important priorities for our organization, and you've taken that to a really another level for us globally. So I'm excited to talk about this today and share some of our experiences here at TCCI yeah. and hope that you know some of what we're doing here can be great learned experiences for others as they're building their workforce for the next generation of jobs. Um, you know, we think about culture and it, it really sets the tone oh, um, for the workforce. And, you know, it can be a major influence on whether a perspective of an employee, whether we, from an attraction standpoint, from an, a retention standpoint, and it really helps improve engagement um, and deliver a unique experience. Maybe kind of talk about how we set up cross-functional teams globally and what your strategy is as we think about that and the importance to our organization. I, I want to start with the first thing you said. I, I love it. You, you hit both sides of the equation, right? The attraction and retention, right? So how do we how do we get you in the door and how do we keep you? And you know, you know it better than I do. The last three years, just our US location alone, we're up 20% in growth. And our India facility has, has ballooned from two people to over 130. Our German office is growing. China is accelerating with growth. It just, there isn't a place in TCCI that hasn't grown. But I think our culture is what, what's really allowed that. You know, that, that's the first thing that we hear when people come interview with TCCI. Within the first 30 days, someone will pull me aside and say, okay, I believe you. And I'll, right. I'll, I'll be kind of like, yeah. okay, what, what did I tell you lie on? They say, no, you, you said all these things about your culture and I wanted to believe you or I didn't believe you and I came in the door and it's all true. And, you know, I think people kind of stop saying that after 90 days or 120 days, but it's true. Our culture is part of our secret sauce and it unlocks what we're able to do globally and locally. Um, you, you talked about our global growth and, and kind of how right. we manage that. One of the yeah. big changes from a cultural standpoint is we've gone to a functional model. So we realize that we can't operate in silos. And what we've been working on the last year is kind of creating these matrix teams where you have a, a local leader, you know, so Deepak Yuprati in India, right. John Chan in China, um, but you also have a functional leader, right? So someone to roll up through HR or finance or engineering. And by doing that, we've really built these subcultures. We've got really great technical culture. We've got a lively local culture that's country centric. And I think, our employees really embrace it. You know, we've seen a lot of our growth has come from, you know, really listening to our customers' expectations and even managing their cultures right. and delivering. And you say it best, right? We can't do a lot of what we do if we didn't have our employees wired like they are. And, and that's culture. Yeah, and I think what you're saying is absolutely true. And it's not really only living um, in one location. It is really global for us and it's a pri priority from the top down. It is part of our global priorities. It's one of our seven key priorities for the organization. 
and at our management meetings on a monthly basis, we're constantly evaluating that and ensuring accountability across all of our departments. And so I think that one thing that's also exciting that you've done, just bringing point to that, is when you talk about these cross-functional teams, it's not only in accounting or only in, fi you know, only in finance or only in uh, sales and uh, or only in logistics and supply chain management, you're putting people on cross teams right. so that they become more functional and holistic as we work as one global community across the globe. And I think that's a really important piece to create that connectivity for our organization. Um, and so that really brings me to my next question for you is, you know, as we think about the international business yeah. and you know, having operations in 10 countries and, and managing our employee base and our customers' satisfaction as a priority. How do you believe from a culture standpoint what we're doing within the organization really impacts our new market growth strategies yeah. as well as, you know, fostering creativity and innovation with all, within all of our departments at TCCI? You know, I think there's times when we're, we're really explicit about it. And I think there's times where if you look a layer under the surface, it's really there implicitly, right? So a lot of times when we interview, and that's, that's domestically or internationally, we spend the majority of time talking about culture, right? Yeah, Who are you right. as a person? Do you, <laughs> yeah. Are you going to fit in? Are you going to be in the foxhole with me? Can we celebrate together? Um, and that's hard when you oh have people God. of all different cultures, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. But we've, I think over the years, you know, those that have come before and those that come after, we, we've learned, right? We've yeah. learned a lot to normalize that and, and really relish that DEI aspect. From a customer standpoint, it's amazing. You know, we, we think about global business. What does that mean? You know, we have customers that have grown, that emerged. You know, Navistar became part of the, the Trayton Group, which is part of Volkswagen. You know, we'll have customers with people in Asia, Europe, and the U.S., you know, looking for the same thing, right? And our ability to have cultural central resources in their region but also with a global perspective, we're able to deliver so much more to them. Yeah, I think that global localization is a key piece, but being able, because of our cross-functional teams, being able to be able to have a lens across um, a variety of different personalities yeah. and departmental expertise really brings an important piece of who we are and what we're providing for our customers and for our employees. We think about you know, you talked about this, the effects of culture on globalization and the increased cultural exchange that oh, we're God, seeing. Yeah. You talked about it with the Trayton Group and, you know, it was Navistar and then becoming part of the Trayton Group, which is Scania, MAN, Volkswagen Truck and Bus and Navistar, different cultures coming together a very uh, important vision that they have. And as a, a responsible supplier and um, a supplier of the year with them for innovation, you know, these are things that, that we have a priority to, to make part of who we are. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you bring that up because that, that's important. I think, you know, we think in a vacuum sometimes, but we learn from our customers, right? Like you're leading our sustainability efforts, not just in the U.S., but around the globe. And, and a lot of that is, what are our customers doing? How are they setting the pace in, in their markets? And how do we, you know, look to their best practices? And I think, you know, the Trayton Group's been a really great example of that. Yeah, um, for sure. And a, and a major impact for us um, as we think about kind of what's next 
in the EV industry, right? So talk about, there's a lot happening and I feel very strong that we're a leader globally in um, ensuring that we're supporting our customers to their path to net zero. Yeah. And with that comes quite a big amount of ramp up for us when we think about our employees and the next generation of employees, what we need, you know, our EV innovation hub here isn't just about bringing made in America compressors to the United States and our North American location here in Illinois, but it's also about being prepped for climatic research and the advancement of new technologies into the space. And lastly, I don't think there's anything like this around, but to have the community college will be embedded inside of TCCI with classrooms for immersive learning for the next generation of workforce. We've created partnerships with not only Richland Community College, but with many of the universities across the Illinois Innovation Network because there is this need for green jobs for the future. And so talk to us about what are you looking for, not only from a skill level, but from an individual level at level as we think about bringing that next need here at TCCI to support the EV revolution. You know, I think the first thing to, to frame it, and, and you said this in a, in a separate podcast, right? It's not adapting for change, it's, it's growing for progress. Yes. And I think that's the, the first mindset we're trying to bring in is that change is constant. Right. Right. And when you talk about net zero and electrification, it's a journey. Our customers are on the journey. We're on the journey. And I think trying to help position our folks to realize it's every day. We're going to get a little better here. We're going to advance this. The industry is going to figure it out. And I think by kind of having that mindset in our culture, people approach it differently. Right. They're looking for long term solutions. The, the biggest change for us, I think, you know, whether it's in Decatur or it's around the globe, it's we're going from a mechanical driven product to an electrical product. Right. We're working with cutting edge software and solutions that don't exist. We're talking about computer communication languages. You know, the jobs that we have, you know, three years ago, they didn't exist, you know, and, and right. the jobs we're gonna have in another three years don't exist today. So a lot of what we're doing and, and you're leading this is working with partners. We're going after things that are really novel, right? This industry and public partnerships don't exist, you know? And it's not just even at the highest levels, you know, we're really fortunate to have a great relationship with the Granger College of Engineering at the University of Illinois. But we're also working closely with our community colleges, such as Richland Community College, knowing that the green revolution is gonna come at all levels. It's gonna come at the technician level, it's gonna come at the operator level, it'll be at the scientist level. And I think we're creating opportunities not just for ourselves, but for our customers and for the right. industry to launch people into those high paying quality jobs. And, and it's so exciting. It is, and it's, it's, it really is transforming a community even. Yeah. Um, we could have chosen to be anywhere for our North American headquarters, but we chose to be in Decatur, which is a CEQ certified or qualified disadvantaged community. And with that comes a lot of challenges um, as we think about getting our workforce skilled, investing in those in the community and those in the next generation of workforce and working with Richland and their Enrich program to wrap around those services. You know, we've got some really unique programs that yeah. you've, you've really championed for us when we think about that in terms of, you know, helping with wraparound services, whether that's childcare or transportation or academic support. Enrich has put funding in 
to support the efforts and the needs of not only TCCI, but those other companies that are also trying to transform their industries and their next generation of workforce. And so talk a little bit about that partnership with Enrich yeah. um, and Courtney Carson and yeah, you, you can't um, President Valdez, Courtney, yeah. right? Because he really started yeah. that. It's, it is a nationally recognized job for the futures program that we are so fortunate he started. He, I think he's graduated over 2,300 yes. students yes. through that program with a 91% rate of success. It's, um, it's incredible. And within two weeks, I think it's 95% of those have had jobs and a substantial over 90% have kept jobs over the year. And we're looking to bring that to the EV industry and the energy industry. We're working hand in hand with them. I know ADM is a really strong partner Absolutely. too, as we think about the energy. But talk a little bit about that, because I think that is super exciting and very transformational. Yeah, I, th I think the first way to start is, is we got to start with some gratitude, right? You know, what yeah. Reverend Courtney Carson at Richland and, and Dr. Chris Valdez have done is just something more meaningful for the community colleges. Yeah. It's for the community. Yes. And that's what I love about this work that we're doing and, and ADM and the other companies in town. It's not what's good for me. It's what's good for the community. And then do I get a benefit? And that's that's not normal. That's, that's right. unique yeah. to this area. Yeah, and they're extending it out to a lot of the businesses um, throughout our region. And Illinois is incredibly supportive of this ecosystem. Right. And I think, you know, we talk about the transition from, you know, internal combustion to electric. You know, this is an opportunity to get people that traditionally haven't been in that workforce right. to get them jobs. And I think it starts with not even just the training. The enriched model is so cool because it starts and meets you at the social emotional level. Right. It helps you kind of break yourself down and build yourself back up in a really healthful, uh, trauma sensitive way. And we don't have these programs around the world. And we're lucky enough to be able to partner with them. And then two, once that happens, right, you're getting job training. You're getting job right. training right now in CDL and healthcare um, and in the future, electric vehicle components. Correct. You know, and that's amazing. Um, and I think that goes back to our culture, right? It's never been what's good for TCCI. It's what's good for our employees, what's good for our customers, what's good for our community. And, and this is just really us living the values. And it's going to grow. Well, thanks for championing that again, because I think we're doing some, some really unique programs and hopefully establishing something that's scalable yeah. for others to develop and utilize as a platform for their communities and to extend reach outside of our region. I know we're working at building this not only from a statewide level, but integrating in our global partners. And so I think as we see this transform over the next three years, it's going to be incredible what's going to happen with that. I think the new facility is going to be a show place oh for God. that. Um, it's going to be a, you know, combined utilization of Richland in with TCCI. They will not only be immersed into the manufacturing side of our workforce, but into our cultural aspect of our office as well. Integrated in with our engineers, integrated in from a, a, a standpoint of just engagement really within the space and the people within our organization. And we see this also as a community opportunity for, for really setting the stage for what unity looks like when we think about workforce development. You, you, you brought up kind of two points that I think are really interesting, right? So you talk about the community, and I, so many times we hear people, when, you, when they learn about TCCI, they say, 
oh my God, I've driven by that hundreds of times. Yeah. I never knew what it is. Or, oh, is that the Firestone building? Yeah. But you're creating a space that people are actually going to be able to come in. They're going to be able to come in as a learner, as a worker, as someone trying to get job training. Yeah. That doesn't exist. I mean, think yeah. about the factories that you visit as part of IMA. You go through a security gate. I mean, we're going to have proper security protocols, but it's a place of openness. It's a place mm -hmm. of community. And that's so cool. Yeah. The other thing I think about culture that really struck me coming in, you know, is just our evolution in three years, right? We've had a logo refresh, we've created pillars and branding, you know, and kind of with your interior background and, and leadership, our new facility is going to be amazing just from the yeah. employee experience. There's communal spaces, there's high top bars, there's desks that are ergonomic, you know, it's fun, it's colorful. It's not your it's father's not manufacturing, right? right? I mean, seriously, like, it I mean, definitely not. Yeah, my kids are like, Dad, when when can we come see the right? new house? I'm like, Well, it's it's rubble right now, but we're rebuilding it quickly, yeah. and yeah, that's cool. Well, and I think you know, I've said this before, and people get tired of me hearing this, but relationships and trusted relationships are a key part of any organization, right? Absolutely. We wouldn't be able to be doing what we're doing here and at a global platform if it weren't for people like Governor Pritzker, Deputy Governor Menar, our Senator Turner, Representative Scheer, and the city of Decatur and Richland. And I am a firm believer that built, these didn't happen overnight. Oh, these God, are no. trusted partnerships that my father started um, when he was here in the community in 1985 when he bought the York Division of Borg Warner. But it is embedded in what we believe to be one of the most important things as a business you can do is build a trusted relationship and partnership. And I think that partnership with the community, with the city, um, you know, we're making major infrastructure changes here. We're thinking outside of just what needs to happen at TCCI, but what needs to happen from a city standpoint to prep for this new you know, EV landscape. What does that mean from an infrastructure standpoint, from transit and bus? Yeah. You know, we sit on, you and I sit on more boards and committees than we can think about, but it's important. It's important work that we vest our time into because we want to help make sure our community, our region gets it right and becomes a major player in what needs to happen for change to occur because it's going to take all of us in industry to help make government and academia really advance together. Yeah, and I, and I like the approach that you're leading. It's it's about connections, but it's it's putting everyone in the bus. Yeah. You know, I think the you know, in the old world, it was okay. Let's kind of get a bus, though. An electric bus, yes. absolutely. I mean, yeah, I mean, okay. you said you're going to get one for us, right? right? I mean, I, 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 I can't I'm wait to walk in it. and see that big yellow school bus <laughs> yes. in the parking lot. Okay, but, but it's getting folks from all levels of the community, right? It's the EDC, it's the community college, it's sister, girl, and friends, it's the Enrich program. I mean, literally, I mean, United you, Way, yeah. the Economic Development Corporations, right? Name a group the that we've left Illinois Manufacturers Association. And, yeah, and that's we're getting these unique voices, and I think it's. It's self personally opening up my eyes to say, I didn't think about that, or that's an area we need to spend more time in or, or building it. It's not just getting our name in the community, it's the partnership, right? Like how do we create meaningful work that's yes. gonna make a difference? And then being in this economically disadvantaged area, we've got a real chance to be a catalyst to not just drive jobs, but you know, be more environmentally friendly. Right. You know, you, you drive up the stretch and you see old turned down factories, we're bringing jobs back in a clean way, yeah. no emissions. Yeah working on the EV green economy. It's, 
It's just fun. But you might say, well, what does that have to do with culture? It has everything to do with oh culture, my God. right? Yeah. It's our meaningful way of community and our pillar. That is what, it is a very holistic look at what we think about culture. It isn't just about one siloed area. It really encompasses so much for us. It, when we find out that the people that we bring in, it's the culture's the hook, Yeah. right? I mean, we're competing against, you know, large multinational companies out of state, out of country. Yeah. And the selling factor is the culture, right? How did you make me feel? What was my right. work location like? And how was my experience? You know, I don't think we're perfect, but it's something that we talk about in every meeting. It's something that we look to get better every single day. Yeah. And, and um, I think I've spoken about this before, balance, right? There's no work-life balance is not really a term I use. I right. use the term harmony because things blend, <laughs> yes. right? It's more about the perspective and the mindset of things integrating together. You're in your office for eight to 10 hours a day. It needs to be a place that you wanna live and be part of as well. And so you have to have this feeling that creates harmony. But I think, I think harmony is also being comfortable to ask for what you need. And, and I, I had two really great examples this week. You know, I ran into an engineering technician. We're testing on some new product that we're really excited about. The customer came back and said, can we get this earlier? And I said, well, what's your plans <laughs> for the weekend? He said, I'm, I'm gonna be here. I'm like, oh, well, thanks. And he's like, why are you thanking me? That's, that's just the job. We're gonna get this done and it's gonna be awesome. You know, there was no pushback. There was no question. It's just, I'm here and we're gonna get this done. But by the other token, we had an employee, unfortunately, tragically lose a family member this week. And the first thing out of the plant manager's mouth when he told him was, go home, take the time that you need. It wasn't, here's our bereavement policy. It wasn't how we're going to get the work done. It's go home and take care of yourself. Yep. Everything else will take care of. Right. And, and that's who we are. <laughs> right. Yes. And you can't have it one way or another. It's, it's got to be both. Yeah. I think that's a really important piece. You know, I just want one more example from you because I think yeah. this is just a, a, a phenomenal conversation that we've been having. But, you know, again, thinking globally mm -hmm. and, and panning out for a minute again, when we think about cultural norms and values and practices, you know, I'd love to just get one example from you that sort of resonates or rises to the top of, you know, what have we seen that has really been an example of cultural impact when we think about our global locations and our employees and working as one? Wow. Okay. Put me on the spot. feels like uh, I'm trying to pick like my favorite kid or something. Like, right. you know, uh, like I tell my kids, you're both equal. You only get to pick one. I know. You get to pick one. running out of time. All right. So I'm going to come up with a recent example. So I mentioned our India facility, right? Like literally started with, with two people. We're up to 130. They just celebrated their fifth anniversary. And this is their third year. They take every single employee, everyone from the pantry boy all the way up to the general manager, and they go off site. They go to a nature retreat for three days and they congregate together. They play badminton, they have cricket tournaments, they you know, climb a rock wall, they have intentional time where they meditate, they do yoga, but it's all about solidarity. And we didn't ask them to do that. We didn't tell them to do it. They just decided that, hey, this fit us and this is how we're gonna celebrate and this is year three of doing that. And you and I are in this global yeah, WhatsApp chat with them yeah. and the pictures come in, you open up on Sunday morning, like, you're wow. like, 
where's my invite? How do yeah. I get to be there for I, I danced on the rooftop, but yeah, yeah, I yeah. Got on the rooftop, gotten to the retreat. Didn't, didn't I want to know retreat. where I yeah. get to go to that next. Yes. Yeah. But it is, and, and you know, that's just an important, great example. And you're doing an amazing job well, it's, it's building effort. the We're, culture We appreciate your support globally. and your team support. So, well, thanks for being yeah, with thanks us, for having me. It's a great Friday. others will learn just a few things today from our conversation. Yeah, thanks for the time, Karen. Yeah. I appreciate it. Nice.